Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to study the prophet Micah 7b, that's the second half of the seventh chapter of the Navi Micha. We are studying from verses 14, that's Pasuk Yudalid through verse 20, that would be Pasuk Chaf, and this will complete the book of Micha. The most of the verses we're going to read uh, today are, are verses of prayer of Micha to God. So let's begin with verse 14. Amcha b'shiv techa. Micha turns to God and says, God, shepherd your nation with your rod. This would be the shepherd's rod. Shepherd your nation, lead them back. The sheep who are your nachla, who are your portion. That nation who is living alone. They are living without friends. When they are in exile, they are alone. They are suffering. And they're living in such a situation where they are like a, in a yar, a forest, within Carmel generally means uh, farmland. The difference between Ya'ar, a forest, and Carmel is that Ya'ar refers to um, unpopulated forest, unpopulated wilderness, which is populated by animals and so on. If we remember in, in Micha chapter 3, verse 12, we had uh, Micha... The, the prophet told us about, was talking at, in that verse about the destruction, and he said that when the people leave, the Harabayit, the Temple Mount, will be Libamoth Ya'ar, will be like a shrine in the middle of the Ya'ar, will be like a, a uh, shrine in the middle of the abandoned forest. So the Ya'ar in Micha's language, or in the language of the prophets in general, refers to living in an abandoned forest, Bitoch Carmel, which is surrounded by, it is within, Farmland, which is not abandoned, but farmland which is being farmed by people. So this statement means the nation who is living alone in a forest, but which is surrounded by farmland, meaning surrounded by other nations, surrounded by other nations that are tending to themselves, are taking care of themselves, but the, the Jewish people are abandoned in the, are like abandoned in the forest. And he is begging them, Micha is begging God, I mean, please take them, take them out of the situation of Yarbatov Karmel and bring them Yeru Bashan, bring them once again to pasture like they used to in Bashan, the which is the land that part of the land that was conquered by Moses and given to the tribes of Ruvain uh, and Menashe. Let them pasture once again there, the Gilad and the land of Gilad, Kimei Olam, like they did once upon a time. And then God answers and says, Kimei Tzeischa Me'eretz Mitzrayim, just like on the day you left, uh, just like during those days when you left the land of Egypt, Arenu Niflaos, I will show I will show them, I'll show him, the people of Israel, I will show them the flows, wondrous things. So there will be redemption in the future, God promises, just like there was a redemption from Egypt in the past. Micha the Navi, the prophet, hears this answer and then says, 
Yiru goyim May those nations that 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 oppressed the people, those nations that tortured the people, those nations that perpetrated such evil upon the people of Israel, may they see this these wondrous deeds that you God just promised, and may they be embarrassed and ashamed. Mikol Gvurasam from all of their power. They were so proud of themselves because they were powerful and they were able to make other people suffer. Micha begs God, show them, make them embarrassed and ashamed for their behavior. Yasimu Yaralpeh. May them be so when they see the wonders that you do for the Jewish people, may them look, put their hands on their mouth like wow. Azneam Techarashna. Let them ears be their ears be deafened by the sound of redemption and let them look and say, wow, I can't believe what happened. We were wrong this whole time. We should have worshipped God this whole time instead of ourselves. Just let, let them, let them, literally means lick dust like a snake does. This, this is a sign of shame, a sign of embarrassment. Uh, 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 you know, licking dirt is the sign of embarrassment. It's like those things that, that, that squirm along the land. Let them tremble from, let, or actually this means let them come out trembling from their fortresses. Those fortresses of war which were perpetrating such evil and oppressing others, let them tremble when they see how God redeems his people. Let them tremble and come out of those things. And what should they do? Let them learn to fear God. Let them be afraid of you. Note, this is extremely important. Note, Micha here does not ever ask God to destroy them. Rather, he asks God to teach them to fear God and not to be proud of themselves, of their own. Some, like he said in verse 16. Let them come out of their fortresses, like he says in verse 17. He wants them to be ashamed of their failures and therefore come to learn and fear God. This is extremely important to make note of that. That he wants them to see the redemption that God promised and learn the truth and learn to be humble. This is what Micha is asking God to do. Mi el kamocha. Is there any other God like you? This is verse 18. Why does he say this? Because all of the other gods, when they take vengeance, in other words, not the real ones, but when people perpetrate violence in the names of various idols and so on, and they win a war and destroy their neighbors, they take full vengeance. Those gods don't know what, 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 what um, repentance is. Whatever god it is that people worship, they like, this god likes us, he doesn't like you. The concept of repentance doesn't exist in an idol worship's mind. An idol worshiper's mind. However, you God are different. What God is like you? No say avon vi over al pesha. You carry sin means you have patience. When people sin, you give them a chance. You don't just punish them right away. Vi over al pesha, and you pass over on transgression. In other words, just because they were transgressors, you give them a chance to come back to you. You give them a chance to repent. So for those that remain of your Nachla, for those that remain of your portion in this world. This is a reference to the people of Israel as it was earlier in this chapter, the same language. So, idea here being, the people of the world are going to see that you forgive your people. Yes, you punished them, 
And remember, Micha in the last few chapters has been emphasizing over and over again how those nations are going to look while you're sending, while you're punishing the Jewish people and exiling them and destroying their land and so on. They're going to look and, and laugh and they're going to see God abandoned them. God abandoned them. But we said, Micha said, Micha said before, but we know. They don't know. They don't understand how God works. They don't understand that this is a temporary punishment. May this time come, he prays to God, that they will then see that, no, God does forgive his people. He does not hold on to his anger forever. Because what, because what the real God really desires is kindness. He wants to be kind to his people so that those other nations shall also look and see that lesson when they see this redemption happen to the Jewish people and learn and see that, no, it is time to, um, to, uh, to come back to God and to give up our false things. It's, I would like to point you to the Eben Ezra who points out this approach that I'm reading here on, on 18. Uh, um, uh, when, when that, that, that this is az yom ruha goyim, right? That, that this is talking, that the people, that, that, that Eben Ezra points out that this is what those nations are going to say. The nations are going to look at this, look at how he, God treats his people and learn how God acts, and therefore learn to fear Him. In verse 19, Yashuv Yirachameinu. He, this is a reassurance of Micha now talking to the people of Israel. God gave him an assurance that a redemption will happen. Now he's talking to the people and saying, God will come back. He will take us back. He will have mercy upon us. Yichboshavonoseinu. He will hide away or cover up or put away our sins. And he will throw into the depths of the sea all of their sins. This is fascinating here that it flips back from he will hide away and put away our sins and then he will throw away all of their sins. In this verse he flips from our to their. If you read it the way we've been reading according to the Ebenezer, Ezra, that we're flipping back, that what Micha is saying here is that the Jewish people will be redeemed. The other nations will look and see, oh, God does forgive his people. The punishment is not forever. And then they will find, take a chance themselves to come to God. That's what it means. Their sins will also be thrown into the depths of the sea. And then, then he ends off with a prayer and says, now he he promised the people the prophet promised the people this will happen. Now, Titan Emet Yaakov give truth to Yaakov. What this means is according to the commentaries. This means give truth to those promises that you've made to Yaakov. You've made all these promises about redemption. Well, let's see them happen in real life so that we know that they are true. Chesed Avram do kindness to to Avram. Kindness by redeeming his, his descendants, his children, those who walk in his ways, that which you promised us to our forefathers, from days gone by. Make those things come true. Be kind to the people of Abraham. And that's how Micha ends his book with this prayer. These verses are familiar to many of us from the liturgy on Rosh Hashanah from the ceremony of Tashlech, the ceremony of throwing our sins 
representing the, the throwing our sins away, which Micha was re- referring to. Thank you so much for studying the book of Micha together. Looking forward to studying the book of Nachum, which is the next of the 12 minor prophets.